And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Right. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Dave Jacoby. I'm Julia Littman. I'm in Hawaii right now. All the way from Hawaii. On vacation in Hawaii, but calling in to do the podcast because the Bachelorette finale deserves that sort of attention. Um, I honored the Bachelorette yesterday by going on a helicopter ride. Now I was thinking about all the uh, helicopter rides of the Bachelor franchise. There have been so many. The thing but, is, but Caitlin, not Caitlin romantic. They're not romantic. Like, it's like, it's no. loud. You've got headphones on. It's kind of scary. It's not romantic. Also, the only way to communicate with the person next to you is by speaking into a microphone that everyone on the helicopter can hear. So it's not romantic at all. It's a good point. Well, thank you for calling in from Hawaii. Um, my yeah, biggest, let's get into it. My biggest takeaway from the final episode was this. That Caitlin is the greatest bachelorette we've ever had. It's, I'm not sure I'm willing to say she's the greatest ever, but it'll be hard to match this performance. Kind of like LeBron's uh, finals performance. Like, it was... So impressive, you don't even know how to rank it. It was transcendent. She broke the yeah. show. It, the show started eating itself. It was great. I loved it. It turned on itself. And they didn't go anywhere. I know. What was that finale? I, I'm just convinced they had no money. I spent more on my current vacation than the ABC spent on this season <laughs> than the Bachelorette. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Coffee on me next next pod. But I'm telling you... Uh, <laughs> Because, you know, we, we did get some inside information. Like, oh, we were going to go to Patagonia. Were they, gonna, they must have had planned to finish in Patagonia because they finished at the same place they filmed The Bachelor Pad. Like, it's not special. <laughs> it's the lamest finale ever. I would be so pissed about Taylor. I was like, I came on the show to travel, see the world, and here I am stuck in this ridiculous mansion in Malibu. It's not even actually Malibu. It's like Agora Hills. God. Here, um, I, I have a theory on Nick. Okay, let's hear it. Um, and we'll get to, to, the, to the, uh, the Glamour Magazine theory later, which I like. But my theory on Nick is this. I think that you know whether or not you're going to get engaged the next day. Just You just have a feeling. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I think Nick knew. And Nick said to himself, what behavior can I exhibit that best puts me in a position to be the bachelor? So I think, he, right. I think it was intentional heartbreak, and it was artificial emotion, and it was all a strategy, the, all the way down to the ring toss. One thing that really works against him is that we see him, we saw him with Andy, where he really did seem devastated. I think he thought mm-hmm. he was going to win with her, mm-hmm. and he didn't seem that upset this time. He's, like, trying to seem upset for the cameras. I just kind of felt like he was, he was trying to be the bachelor. He was trying to show enough emotion, show enough heartbreak that to win over the hearts of America— but it did kind of backfire because they announced that Ben H is the Bachelor, right? But he didn't Has know that, that when official, they were filming. No, that I think that's official. But they didn't announce it when um, when they were filming it, obviously. So he didn't know right. at the time. And right, he was trying to he's trying to feel like in touch with his emotions and like very open to everyone. Like what, I feel like also when, in that time in Ireland where he was like waiting behind the building for Sean when he was like. He's like, yeah. look, I'm very open to having a confrontation. I have no problem with conflict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder how long he had to wait behind that building. It didn't look very comfortable. It's like a concrete building. I, uh, I think he was, like, really dressed up for it. I have another f- theory for you, Juliet. Okay. I think, if you think about it, Sean, right, he went on social media 
and you know did a snap about you know Caitlyn Bristow when she was off The Bachelor. Then he gets the first impression rose, and then early on he's the first one to get filleted by her, and he gets the uh, we don't know that's alleged, and he gets the um the like oh you're the one don't worry about it like early on I really think Sean did lead wire to wire, and there's a slight bump in the road. <laughs> pun intended, when, when when she got a little too drunk and, and had sex with Nick. Like, I really think that's what yeah. happened. I think it was basically she was all Sean the entire way, and just one night in Ireland after a long flight and, you know, some, some long pours of whiskey, the, uh, you know, they just coitused. I, I, don't, I, I always wonder if I'm, not, if I'm, like, betraying Caitlin by saying these things, but if she could just get drunk one night and have sex with Nick, I don't think it bodes well for her relationship with Sean. That's a good point. But here's another thing is, is she wasn't in a relationship with Sean at the time. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if you were the Bachelorette, you know, if I was the Bachelor, like, you, you know, these things happen. You're dating a bunch yeah, of guys. Know, You're flying around. Actually, they don't happen, though. Like, this is unprecedented. It's a good point. And if she, she, she knew that she was into Sean and he was going to be the winner, I, and I would be worried about what he was going to see on TV the whole time. Like, now for me, I would be, like, really, it would affect my performance as the, as the Bachelorette. I'd be worried about what Sean would see, but I think that's what that's what makes her the goat. I guess is that it didn't it didn't bother her. She was just freewheeling. I really She's a girl who likes to have a good time. She does. I really wasn't into the um, the the like mean tweets thing that they did on the Mentel All special. It was just kind of like it was just like why are you doing this? Like why are you reading all these mean things about her and like calling her these names by proxy? It's kind of like when Andy Cohen asks really hard questions like, oh, uh, you know, like someone in Wisconsin wants to know, did you have an abortion? You know, it's kind of like whoa, dude. Like whoa, whoa, whoa Jacoby. Yeah. Um, it's also not the same as like the Jimmy Kimmel mean tweets, but like when people are insulting like NBA players or like celebrities, it's not the same as like slut shaming Caitlyn. Like it's like a lot meaner and like leads to a different problem. And mean, I feel like ABC didn't realize. Mean Tweets is a comedy bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like as a producer, I would be like, do we really want to hear these sentences out loud? You know what I mean? Right. Like, do, is, that, is, that, is that the audio that I want to pump to the nation? You know what I mean? The millions and millions of people, like, listen to this. It's just, like, got a bad energy. And it could sort of, like, I guess that, you know, she did sort of, she certainly responded, like, with strength. And uh, I, really, like, I really thought that she was great in the way that she handled everything, especially, like, that little segment. But I just didn't think it was appropriate television for a yeah. national audience. I agreed. And also, like, I just, why put her through that? Like, yeah, it's really neat. Like, I don't like to read mean comments about myself. Who likes to, who likes to do that? Yeah, all you, yes, first of all, it's like, don't act like we don't look at the YouTube comments below these podcasts. Yeah, they're so mean. So mean, but, I, but, but we're not going to read them out loud on the pod, you know? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, so more about Nick. I, I agree with you that he was positioning himself to be the Bachelor, but I just feel like his entire presentation was so off. Like, he, I know that you want to get into this, but it's like he, he was so calculated in everything he did, including his ridiculous jewelry. I hated everything that he wore. The, 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 I didn't mind his style. It's just the bracelets were just so, so, so absurd. Like, he wore seven bracelets on one arm. Like, just think about the time <laughs> like it takes heavy. to put that on. It's just, yeah. It's like putting your shirt on, like, it gets your, the cuff gets stuck there. You're just like, ah, ah. So it's not like, not like a metal piece of jewelry that you can like wear in the shower like you don't ever take it off you can just take yeah. off those those uh 
Those, like, those, those are like what? beads, and you have to tie them, right? So like, it's really hard to tie. You have to like use your mouth, you know, like bite on it, and then tie it. Like doing that every morning is ridiculous. It's just, it's just, it's too much. I know you can't just be like, oh, I would. I have to. All right, I have to be there at six thirty, so I should probably wake up at six. But I'm gonna wear bracelets, so I'll wake up at five forty. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got like, oh, I would snooze, but I got to get these bracelets, get my bracelet game on here. Speaks to everything about him just being like so artificial. I I don't, I don't like it. I just, everything he does, I just, it's so gross. For some reason, he just really grosses me out. Like, I I think I already revealed that I talked to TV regarding how much I like Ben H. Well, I also talked to TV about how much I hate Nick. Like, I just, he seems like a sociopath to me. You know who's a Nick fan at Grantland? Who? Sean Fennessy. Oh, yeah. He's Sean Fennessey's Team Nick. He's just trying to be a contrarian. I don't believe it. Nick is like everything that Sean is again. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Shout out to Fennessey. Um, what did you think about uh, Nick's performance with Caitlyn's family? Nick's performance with Caitlyn's family? Uh, like I, no, I, the whole family thing, it didn't feel like it happened because I didn't get to go to their house. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, I know. It's, it's like it's not just the people. The people don't necessarily make the family. It's the home plus the people, and that's probably right. like you know like the, the, a Hallmark card, like you know for people at, at uh, housewarmings <laughs> or something. But it's like a it's true. Like sort of the environment and the the stuff on the walls and the feel and the food and the, the yard and the you know the energy of the the house and like the town is such a a part of sort of who your family is that you know when you do it in like the backyard of the bachelor pad, it just doesn't have the same effect. I will say that they don't usually go to the the main person's house. It usually comes to them. But still, we got so little time. Like, you just didn't get a feel for anyone's, like, real habitat without the hometown. Yeah. We barely even got to see her family. Like, it was just so weird. Like, all we got was the bite of Caitlin saying, like, whatever my sister thinks is what's important. Where, well, like, maybe we should have gotten a little more time with her sister then. Yeah, per- perhaps. Oh. And she's Probably like, she's too and his sister just seemed to like both of them. That always seems to be the case. Like, it's always like, yeah, I like them both, you know? Like, yeah. I can't make this decision for you. You've been dating these guys kind of for, like, you know, six weeks. And I just met them for a little bit. They both seem great. Um, Caitlin, you knew that Sean had it in the bag when he obviously brought, like, better stuff to the meet and greet than Nick. Like, Sean brought, like, flowers. Well, and he brought like a big thing. Like he brought like yeah. a whole. Sean had two items in a much bigger bouquet, and Nick had a yeah. smaller bouquet. And it made me wonder: Are these not production supplied bouquets? And if they are, is production trying to tell like the family something? It was interesting because if you could, <laughs> if you could decide, like why wouldn't I just go way over the top? Just be like, hey, family, I bought you a new car. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> or a like Rover. a really nice bottle of wine or something. Yeah, something. Um, a, a magnum of dumb. Also, Nick's um, present for Caitlin, which was like the like jar of memories, was so dumb. I hated that. I swear to God, I saw a condom wrapper in it. I swear to God, <laughs> I freezed it and I looked and I was like, "There is a Magnum condom wrapper in there." It was gold. It just it couldn't really make out what it was, but it's in there. Any, everybody, go back and watch. There's definitely a condom wrapper in there. <laughs> she was like, "Well, we might need this one for later." Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what Sean brought her. What was it? It was he like wrote stuff, right? It was a poems or something. Oh yeah, I, I think, these bachelor guys and the and poetry. I think, what I is think, it? I think Nick did the poem and Sean did the bar the the jar of memories. I might be wrong. I need to open my jar. Oh you no, know, you're right. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Nick had the side by side. Yeah, and picture, Nick did the picture, picture with the poem. poem. But like the here's the thing, man. Is I'm not going to sit here and lie into this microphone. I have written poems before for women, but they're good. God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't like just because like ah, 
I don't know. Like you have, I think you have to have a little objectivity about your ability to write a poem when you look at it, and that is it. You know what I mean? It's like your yeah. your kisses are electric. It sounds like it sounds like a really really bad Journey song. Also, what about doing a little research and finding like a really meaningful poem written by a professional poet? Like, what's wrong with that? Brilliant, God, Juliet, brilliant. You know, how about how about you leave the poetry <laughs> writing to the poets? You know, the the the, the, yeah. the art that is that has lasted centuries. Get some Pablo Neruda also, then, out there. Yeah, then you seem like worldly and smart, and it's like, oh wow, he also like he thinks. You know, I just feel like it. It makes you seem like more complete and like more thoughtful if you like leave it to the experts yeah. than trying to write some crappy poem yourself. It's a great point. Just get it printed out on some nice paper stock. There you go. It's a big win. Yeah, totally. They have that in Malibu. They have like <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've got like a paper places that, I, that you don't really understand how they stay open. Let's get to the important part, which is um. The, Did Ryan Schnabling get a nose job? Yes, that's the, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you were on the same page as me. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, wait, I just want to say, okay, so I um, am on vacation, and mm-hmm. so I have a, I've had a lot of time to um, check out Instagram and do a deep dive. So I was watching the after show, and Ryan Schnabling, it's not just his nose, his entire face looks different. There's something off about it. And I was like, did you get a nose job? No. Nope. So I did. I, I like did some very careful side by side Instagram with my computer screen. Well, he would also not watch. post for like three weeks while he recovered too. You know what I mean? Right. So you could you could also it's, look at the posting patterns and figure that out cross reference. True, but I just think on the show he was like a sweaty mess like the whole time. He had like a lot of wrinkles. His face was very red. Exactly. His nose looked huge. And then on the after show, he was, like, white as a sheet. Like, he looked real ghost. And so I just think it was very, very suspicious makeup that made it seem like he got a nose job. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. The after show has, like, a real glam squad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the, the remote shoot, they've got a makeup person. It's not like he's not wearing makeup in his interviews. But you know how it is. It's like... It's not, it, it, you don't take the care, you don't have the resources, you know, you're in Ireland or whatever, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and another thing is, this is my theory, I think anytime you travel and you drink, like, you just kind of get, like, bloated, even if you work out, you just kind of yeah. feel kind of bloaty, you're not eating home-cooked food, a lot of restaurant food, and you're just, like, you can't really work out the same, you're traveling, you're flying, like, your skin gets oily, so I think he had this kind of, like, like sort of layer of slime over his face, like he was a frog for the whole season, and I think that the makeup lady couldn't do too much about that, and they weren't just shooting him from flattering angles, and I think that at the, um, once you become the sort of prize of the season, they, they take a little extra time to, to sort of, you know, make sure that you're nipped and tucked appropriately, and he gets, he's a personal trainer, so I'm sure he's been in yeah. his gym, he's been in his own gym, working out, eating his own food, doing his own weird protein stuff. Someone sent me a screen grab where he had like four bottles of vitamins and like two big protein things, he's totally that guy. Yeah, totally. No, I think you're right. He definitely um, looked like he lost weight overall. And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good point. I, like, I always forget that like most of the time we sit on TV, they've been drinking for hours. Yeah, he's so, always got a beer, too. Like, he'd always have like a Hefenweizen. Didn't he always seem to have like a really weedy yeah. beer that he was drinking out of a pint? And, and that during... did make me like him, by the way. I like that he's like a beer drinker. I like that, too. I like that, too. Um, I, I, you know... He was. I thought that that's kind of what it boils down to. I think traveling. I think travel's just tough, man. Travel's hard. Yeah. Travel's hard. Also, like, like at the end of they, most of like the best fights are like after they've been drinking for a while, so they come like at the end of a long day, mm-hmm. and they're not con- like they, they just don't have the same kind of like makeup attention after like six hours. He was so slammered when he went over to the sound guy. 
And he's like, Jared? Oh, my God. How do you mean? Who, how no. are you going to tell me Jared? It's just like, dude, like, relax, man. It's a television show. Like, the, <laughs> these are the breaks, man. It's, oh, it's going to be okay. Um, uh, I did think about it for a long time, though, because it's, it just looks different. But you also could tell, like, I, I just, I look at it very carefully, and I just, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't get into stuff. <laughs> you, you think he did? No, I didn't. I oh, cannot. I don't think he did either. I think I think like sort of like nose altering is one of the specialties of professional makeup artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think totally. that's kind of like what they're best at is like removing bags under your eyes and like making your nose look better. Is kind of like what, right. what they do. Yeah, and they can also light him in a way that like there's the shadows hit differently. Like yeah. there's a lot of tricks. Tricks of the trade. Is Ryan Schnozling handsome, Juliet? Um. No. Would you answer that the same way like seven weeks ago? No. I, I was a lot more into him before. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. I was actually thinking about that. Like, has any um, person from this show like ever had like such a precipitous drop off from beginning to end? Yeah. I, I, it's, it's weird, man. It's weird. It, it's just like, do you think they're a good couple? Let me ask you that. Yes, I do. I do too. I think they're a good couple. Do you think I that- think that also she knew right from the beginning that's just like a really good sign. Like I, I think if it wasn't close, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, you know how they always say like like you know a woman knows whether or not she's going to sleep with a man within five minutes. You know that line? It's more like yeah, it's more like what are you doing for the guys, yeah. what are you doing for the other four minutes and forty seconds? Like for real? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like you just kind of know, and I think that they just kind of knew right off the bat that they were for each other. Yeah, I think so too. And then it kind of goes back to like I think a theory that you are sort of a um, approach that you and I share for this show, which is like, it's not, we like to talk about winners, but like, if it's going to work out, it's going to work out. If it's not, it's not going to. Yeah. So like, calm the, calm the F down, everyone. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, Sean you, won the I. Bachelorette. Like, did he? Did he? Yeah. Also, you're on The Bachelorette. Have you won anything? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bachelor Paradise. Um, Bachelor Paradise. Are you ready? You're not done? You're not done? Go back. Um, I have something I wanted to say about Caitlin. And then I forgot, so we can go to Bachelor in Paradise. Why did she tell them that she loved them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she told, so apparently, this seems to be confirmed. She told Benny, Nick, and Sean that she, that she said, I love you to all of them. And, look, like, that's just stupid. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> I don't, I think it's kind of like uh, you feel obligated when someone tells you they love you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're on the phone with, actually, if you're on the phone with a good an friend. She has an out. It's against the rules. But just vibe with me. You're on the phone with a good friend. You don't normally say I love you to this good friend at the end of the conversation, but they drop it. You just do it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's so. what she's up to. I think when you get told that, I don't know. I think when people tell you that they love you, you just want to say it back. When Ben H, when, when ben H tells me he loves me, I, I would do anything. He's so logical, <laughs> so smart. It must be true if he says it, you know? What if we, I think that we might get like a Ben H, like a Juan Pablo-esque turn with Ben H. Like, what if he is like, underneath all this polish is really just like, it's really just a wolf in sheep's clothing and he's a total like, frat boy, like, like, you know, loser misogynist, like, you know, that type of dude. Um, I think you know me well enough to know that I, I would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well done, Juliet. Well done. It's like, Juliet's like, yep, I'm on board. I mean, not, not ideal, but I'm on board. Good. Once I'm in on you, it's really hard for me to be out. Like, and I'm so in on that name. I feel you. Um, let's go real quick. Bachelor in Paradise. I know okay. it's going to be good. It's always good. But the promos have not been, like, killing it. You know what I mean? No. There's, I, I think... 
Go. I think that probably with people like Ashley I, it's mm. kind of like the there's a sum total of their behavior is what makes it crazy. And her like her baseline of behavior is crazier than our baseline. So it's kind of like hard to capture that. Yeah. One there's a lot of trailer. her in the promos. A lot of Ashley yeah. I. Not enough Claire. Claire's there. I saw her. As, but like Claire is a she's a virtuoso when you get down in Mexico. I guess so, but like you know, at one point does the well dry out? We've had so much flair and so much crazy from her that maybe she's finally learning to act a little more sane on camera. No chance. Like that's no chance, Juliet. I can't even believe you said that. When does it start next week? Yeah, no, it starts on Sunday. It starts in two days. Oh, oh it's Sunday and Monday. So basically, yeah. a two sevenths of your week are just geared around the Bachelor in Paradise, and I love that. I yeah. really, I really enjoy that. It's probably like what twenty seven percent. I don't know. But I don't know, but 28%, I, I, I... 28% of my days I'm, are Bachelor in Paradise days. There's no NBA on right now, so I've got plenty of time at night. Yeah. Uh, weird watches, Juliet. I've got a lot. Okay. Let's, let's, let's I, breeze through the weird watches. Okay. Yesterday, I just um, casually turned on Bravo and was treated to two delightful episodes of Married to Medicine. Have you been watching this show? My wife watches every single episode, but it's one of those shows that she's in on and I'm out on. Like, I'd, I'll, if I sit down, my TSOP will be really high. If that's on, I'll, I'll just look at my phone the whole time. So the, the, to answer your question is, I'm aware of it, but I don't watch it. Okay. I did not realize this was season three, first of all. Like, I, seasons one and two completely mm-hmm. missed. It's basically thought, Real you know, Housewives of Atlanta, but they're all married to doctors, right? And they're all, like, horrible, worse people. Um, so <laughs> a couple that, of them are doctors. I mean, it's 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 a female. Yeah. The females are the protagonists, but they're not all sort of like wags or wags. wags yeah, the wags. Yeah. Wags are doctors. Yeah, wags are doctors. <laughs> wags. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So the, actually, the ones who are actually doctors, I respect more, and they also, I think, are busier, so they have, seem to have less drama on mm, the show. Mm-hmm. So, so two women who are not doctors. Um, Lisa Nicole and Quad, they went out for lunch to like settle a beat that they had with each other. I'm not really sure how it started, but it's completely besides the point. Prior to lunch, they each ran a background check on each other. Nice. So, like a PI? I don't know, but like you know that it costs money to run a background was it, check. Was so. it Colin Farrell and Ray Vaccaro like doing rails and <laughs> just like, you know, <laughs> just trying to find out some dirt from their past? I don't know, but so, okay, so they run background checks on each other, and Lisa Nicole, like, reveals that Quad might have been, I, I don't even, she had something going on, I don't even know. And then, like, they both, like, they both, like, reveal, like, some kind of, like, charges that were then dropped, and they sponge from each other's records, so and then they decided. It, it was basically then, like, Meek Mill and Drake, right? It was like. Yeah, it's yeah, basically okay. Meek Mill and Drake. Okay, good. And so then the background checks, like, weren't enough. They, like, but then they both weighed into, um like, rumors they've heard about each other. So Quad accuses Lisa Nicole's husband of having a child out of wedlock, at which point Lisa Nicole goes berserk, and she <laughs> accuses Quad of having been in a lesbian relationship and throws a glass of water in her face and breaks the glass, and they just start, like, fighting with each other, and someone from this restaurant comes outside to separate them, as is a producer. It's completely insane. They're just screaming at each other. It's like... I couldn't believe it. And it was I real. I couldn't believe it wasn't, like, a bigger deal. Like, what? you could tell it was real. You're like, this is real screaming at each other. This is not, yeah, I mean, this they, is not put on they, for the show. Yeah, they obviously don't like each other. Like, I'm sure the background checks were, like, for the show. 
But mm. then it just like escalated, and I get, and then it's revealed that Lisa Nicole's husband did have an affair like ten years ago. But and there was a baby a that what? Well, he there he took a paternity test and it came back negative. But it was possible that it was his child. So it's like obviously mm. a very sore subject, and. It's just an insane banana show. I can't believe it's been on for three seasons. And I remember that there's also going to be married in Medicine Houston. So we've got more of the show coming. Yeah. Yeah, Joey's a big fan. I, uh, it, I never, mean, it never stuck with me. Just never stuck. Didn't, the, didn't have the star power. Women who are actually doctors are, I like. Like, there's one who's a dentist, there's one who's a doctor. The one who's a doctor, she, like, brought home, like, a, like a really expensive car to show her kids that, like, if you're successful, you can buy nice things for yourself. And her husband got really mad at her. For doing that, and that's hilarious. <laughs> hmm. yeah, I don't know. Okay, your saying. turn. Um, I went on a deep Hollywood cycle dive. It just happened. Ooh. It just happened. There's this place, Soul Cycle, in West Hollywood. It's like a one of these. It's, spin it's not class. Soul Cycle. It's Cycle House. Cycle House. That's right. My bad. But it's one of these. You know, it's. I think. What's their reputation? It's sort of like. It's not. I don't know, but James Har- James Harden and Khloe Kardashian just went there together a couple weeks ago. I've been there. I've been there with my wife before. I've probably taken yeah, three cool. or four classes. One of which was taught by like the main chick on the show, and they kind oh. of yell at you while you do stuff and tell you that you're strong and kind of like it's kind of like a. It's not. It doesn't have the sort of like you know Zen vibes that Soul Cycle has. It's not like it's also a therapy session, but it's more just kind of like yelling at you to make you do it. You know what I mean? Like okay. that, that sort of. You thing. like that? I, I didn't care for it. I was whatever. I do like the workout, though, because it's, it's, I just don't, you know what I mean? I don't, it, when you switch it, when you do a new workout, it, it sort of has a good effect on your body. But anyway, these people, uh, I don't know if this is a good show. I watched three episodes in a row, so I guess I like it. But it was, um, it was really, it was, it, it's, it sort of marked the, the beginning of the end of this, this sort of, like, format. It's getting a little tired. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's like a, yeah. it's like workplace um, you know, four good-looking young people with the work together and have drama at work, and also we investigate their dating lives. You know what I mean? And it's it's very constructed um, and cast for the show. Like there's this new crop of trainees that are going to become instructors, and they're like mm-hmm. they're you know when they're uh, in the show. Whenever there's new people introduced to a work environment while a reality show is filming, I'm always kind of like. Ah. Like, who brought these people here? Like, the producers right. of the television show or the people that work at the place? Right. And um, one difference between you and me is that I just don't like e-reality TV programming. You know, so here's the thing. One difference between you and me is I have an open mind and you have a closed mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's kind of... Because I just, I just watch television show. I don't see what channel it's on. I don't see channels. You know what I mean? Okay. I just see content. Sure. I just see content, and, and I ask myself whether or not I enjoy it. You know what I mean? I don't have these preconceived notions about these brands like you do. You've been caught up in the <laughs> in the matrix, man. The marketers have got you. One thing I am going to do when I get home, though, is I'm going to catch up on IMT. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen a second of it yet. Me neither, but it I have it on my DVR. I can't wait. Um, why do you keep talking about Million Dollar Listing San Francisco, and why won't you shut up about it? Um, I really like it. This is this is a couple of reasons why. I like Sell it to behind. me. But anyway, what? Sell it to me. Okay, so you know the million dollar listing format. There's three real estate brokers who are trying to sell expensive homes, and one of the best reasons San Francisco is really good for it because there's a lot of people who are like recently wealthy from like their startup getting bought or mm. from like working at Facebook. So San Francisco already has a beautiful architecture and the homes are really cool and unique. And then there's like all these like newly rich people who do crazy shit in their house. They like put in like <laughs> just like these like not only really high end kitchens, but like really crazy like 
patios, like things you just don't think should exist, like in these hills. And it makes it kind of cool. And then um, I like the three people they have as their real estate brokers. One of them is, uh, he's like, his name is Ro, and he's like a, he's a practicing Muslim, which is kind of cool. You don't see that on TV very often. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's like one guy who's like born and raised in San Francisco. And then there's another guy who's sort of like, they're like, like a more like a mover and shaker, and he's like really into like the parties he puts on in the house that he's showing you. Oh yeah, like, yeah. A lot, a lot of care into that, and I'm really into it. And San Francisco real estate, like it's such a, such a boon right now. It's such a crazy bubble. It's so expensive for so much less space, and like the, the homes are just more unique than what you see in New York or LA. And mm. as a aspiring homeowner, I think it's pretty cool. All right, I'm on board. I'll check it out. I, I've always, yeah. I've never really been bit by the million dollar listing bug, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into it. I just like looking at other people's houses. You know, my favorite show is Naked and Afraid XL. Yeah, it's catch an, me up. I'm, I'm it's behind. It's an excellent, excellent, excellent program. Guess what? They're still naked. They're still hungry. Okay. They're still mad at each other. But this is what happened. This one woman, there's, so there's these three people are in a group. There's this guy, Chris from New Jersey. He's kind of like gruff, I guess. And then there's uh, Luke, the, the sort of like hippie-ish, like uh, white dude with dreads, kind of like, I think he does survivalist therapy, I believe. You know what I mean? Like, like that sort of thing where he's like takes you into the woods and like fixes your problems, which might work. Who knows? And then there's Honorora, right? Honorora is upset because she's sort of like the odd woman out. On her season, they really judge each other by like how good they are at surviving stuff. So on her season... I think that's completely valid. That's the point of the show, so I support that. Yeah, but they, on her season, she basically died. Like she was like really close to dying. She was like unconscious, being rushed back to the hospital. The producer was holding her in his lap. And you could tell by the look on his face that he was like, oh my God, this woman is going to die in my lap right now. I just killed this lady. But she lived. She went back on the show. She's on XL, so she feels bad. They get in an argument. She grabs the machetes, right? They all, like, bring some items. Throws them in the river. Just what? like Yeah, she sabotages the group. She takes the machetes, throws them in the river, like, in a survival situation. And then she takes the drinking thing, throws that in the river, too. Like, the only way they have to survive. And he's like, well, if I... She's like, if I'm not staying, I just, I, you guys aren't staying either, or whatever. So Luke... The uh, the chill you know therapist guy he's the, he's you know he's perfect for this situation right he's this is kind of what he does he walks over and she's he's she's uh, like the drinking bottle had floated up to the top and Luke walks over to the side of the river he's like he's talking to Chris he's like don't worry she's she's bringing back the drinking bottle right now and while he says that she dra- she fills the drinking bottle with water so it sinks to the bottom oh it's okay the best. on sur- on Survivor I understand sabotaging like how it could be to your benefit but on this show i don't see how it could be to your benefit at all oh it's not oh i mean you're you're, it's basically trying to kill so me and my wife get in this long conversation basically based around this question juliet yeah what would you do what would you do if you're there it's a survival situation you have these tools these tools you need to survive to live and you're supposed to be there for 40 days and this woman throws them into the river um i would throw her into the river Throw her into the river. That's basically what, what the question really was. I didn't want to lead with it. Is like, at what point do you get sort of physical with her? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would be really pissed. Like, my wife was like, there's no way I couldn't, I could not not hit her. There's no way. She's like, I would definitely hit her. I would definitely hit her. You know what I mean? Like, you could think about how angry you get if you just skip lunch. You know what I mean? Just... I know. I'm about to say, like, adding to the fact that I haven't eaten and I'm, like, in the wilderness, I would be 
furious. And I you're would, surviving? I furious. Like, I don't know yeah. what, I don't, wouldn't, I really don't know what the appropriate thing is to do. I think the appropriate thing is to do is probably just try to talk to her. You know what I mean? Like, do that. But, like, at some point, you have to, yeah, like, at some point, you're like, do we have enough vine to tie her? Like, we'll feed her and stuff, but we'll tie her to a tree. We can't trust like, this can woman. You get, can you get the producers involved to be like, we need to get this woman out? I don't think it works like that. Like, it's a survival situation. You know what I mean? Like, part of it is sort of getting along and working in a group. Oh, the- the producers are probably thrilled. Great television. Yeah, and another so, thing is... like, fuck, no, we're not getting rid of yeah, yeah, of course not. And another thing is, is like, this, when I call it a river, it's not exactly like the Mississippi. Like, it's not like... Oh, like, there's electric eels in there, we know. Yeah, yeah, but it's not rushing by, so they did recover some items. You know what I mean? So it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like a... It wasn't true, like, life-or-death scenario. Um, yeah, but still, like... And then you're exposing it to, like, all this, like, bacteria in that dirty river. Oh, God, what a, what a bee. Did anyone else tap out yet? No. No, no, no. Just LeBron with the cramps. Le- LeBron had his yeah. cramp game, and he tapped out. I think so. Yeah. But they started to find what? each other. They found each other now. You know what I mean? So oh, this, that's This, this yeah, one chick, Danny, with the swollen face, remember her? She she was mm-hmm. with the, the girl power group, and she found, like, another group. And the, and the other group, like, it was uh, EJ and Shane, like, the hunter guys. And they've got uh-huh. um, they've got almonds and stuff. I don't even know if it is Ooh. that group. Whoever it is has almonds. And she's like, whoa, I want to go with the almond squad. But the almond squad is like, I don't want to take on these three people because you don't have that many almonds. Right. Know? Yeah. It's interesting. It's really interesting. I mean, you can tell there's a little bit of like producerial intervention just to kind of like keep them separate and get them together or whatever. You kind of have to do that. It's hard to coordinate. But uh, yeah. it's, it's a really, really fun season. You think they're having fun out there? These are not the sort of people that I can get into the mind of. You know what I mean? Mm. I just can't. Like, I, like what do, you, are you, do I think they're having fun? They're not eating, and they're naked, and they're, like, being eaten alive by bugs 24-7. Like, but that is their idea of fun. You know what I mean? Right. So they signed like, up for it. Yeah. Like, I think they're having the time of their lives, but I think they're miserable. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, a weird thing. Like, it's, like, uh, I think they're going to look back and be really glad they did it, but I think every single second they just want a sandwich. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. There's some really big news, Juliet, this week. All right, let's head it. Let's cruise the to news. it. There's an Australian reality show, right? And I, I, they take ordinary Australians to Syria, Baghdad, Myanmar to expose them to asylum seekers and refugees' experiences, right? I'm watching a okay, clip from the, watching a clip from this show. Insane. Watching a clip from this show. That's like it's like two Australian chicks and two Australian dudes. They're wearing bulletproof vests. They're getting shot at by ISIS. They're getting shot at. Live ammunition, live fire. The, the, their little guide is like, get down, get down, stay behind the wall, like, save yourself. It was insane. It was insane. I couldn't believe it was real. That's so crazy. I mean, like, can you, no American production company can do that. The liability laws here are too, are too yeah. high. I mean, they're getting, they're in a, like a war. You know what I mean? They're, they've got crazy. these cameras. They look like, I don't, I don't know. If I'm ISIS, I'm, I'm, I don't want you filming a reality show here. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just kind of like does want does want it actually. I have, it's I like, can't, I, like good for them. If I had trouble getting in the minds of you know the people on, on I make afraid XL, I'd have a lot more trouble getting in the minds of the people of ISIS. But they're <laughs> shooting at the people on this reality show. I can't get I can't get in their minds either. Like who signs up for that? I don't know. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Yeah, live fire. All I can say is like maybe they were lied to. Like they didn't know they were going to. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is not the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's crazy. You can just Google like Australian reality TV, Syria. It's nuts. It's a- um, Kendall Jenner and um, my Walkman is Cara Delevingne. Will star. Walkman, I'm 
So excited about this. <laughs> are starring in their own reality TV show. The format will reportedly resemble The Simple Life. Now, you are young. Do you remember the first episode, season of The Simple Life? Yeah, of course. Nicole and Paris, like, living in the country, right? It was yeah, like, they probably don't know it, though, Kendall and Kara. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. Oh, yeah, Kendall and Kara weren't even born yet. But I don't think they're going to do that, right? Like, I would rather it be, like, a little, like, I want to see them in their organic, natural environment. I'd rather it be more like a Verite-style reality show instead of, like, a gimmicky, like, personality-based thing. Yeah. This, this isn't news to you, but I just want to let you know that I've seen them in their natural habitat. I was once at a club with them together. And mm. <laughs> they're beautiful. They're just, like, really pretty, pretty people. No, that's what it is. Great takeaway, Juliet. <laughs> Good, big, big news. I thought you were going to give me like a scoop. You're like, I've been in the club no. with them before, and they were totally doing modeling. No, and literally at the same table. I was like really close to them. <laughs> Your walk mean is Cara Delevingne? My, I wish my walk was going to be Cara Delevingne. I actually really like Cara Delevingne. I think she has a lot of personality. Yes. I think she seems fun. I think she seems cool. Um, I don't know if Kendall Jenner is like that, but I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I like this duo. I like this duo more than none. Paris and Nicole. I do too. I like this duo. For sure. Um, I just, I wish, I, I, I'm excited to watch the first one, but I can see this being terrible. Um, bad um, news. I'm excited about it though. Juliet. Yeah. Married at First Sight has taken down their casting call for season three. Oh no. It's, uh, I don't think it's officially canceled. But I think it's canceled. Um, that's crazy. You know what? What are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Well, I think it might have something to do with the restraining order that was that was taken out between the people that they matched. And I think it might have something else to do with the scrutiny that they went under for the lack of sort of like, you know, background and research and, and stuff that they did on their, their cast members. Uh, I, I'm going to miss that show. I really enjoyed it. I... I enjoyed it too, and I think it was rating pretty well. Like it had like spinoffs and stuff, which means it's good. Yeah. Like there was some, there's somewhere there's an executive that was like, "We can't do this," you know what I mean? But I really think that that I I could have made a pretty good case to keep it around. I'd be like, "All right, like we made a couple mistakes, live and learn. Season three is gonna like knock your socks off." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I don't I don't want to see it go. Um, I'll start a Tumblr for a petition to keep it around. I saved the last two items because these are just so right up your alley. Okay. Do you, so like, um, rela- do you like rela- reality television show relationships? Um, I do. We have some updates. Guess who's oh, good. S- still together? Jenna and Zach, all on the Insta. That's unbelievable. I just still can't believe together. Zach can hold a relationship. That's I what cannot. I'm saying. I think that she's, I just think that he, like she doesn't mind that he's a dick to her. That's what I'm guessing. I don't I know guess. if that's the case. I have no idea what they do in their private time. But I, just, but I remember like she was a little, remember how she was kind of like, she didn't really stand up for herself too much in her relationship yeah. with Jay. And I feel like it's like a similar thing here. But they're both pretty. I just can't, I can't get over it. I cannot believe that Zach is. By the way, speaking of the challenge, very noticeably back on social media this week, Johnny Banana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was doing some Special Olympics things. He was dormant for a while, and now he's back. Hmm. So I assume that means hmm. filming is over. Hmm. Oh, I love Johnny Bananas. Um, no. How long was he gone? I, actually, they probably have like a, they probably can't tweet for the whole the duration. Also still together, yeah. Madison and Tony. Uh, that makes me happy. But for T some Rains. reason, I'm happy about that one. T Reigns and Madison. I'm happy because it means Madison's no longer on drugs. I don't think that, like, yeah. I think that if she's still in this relationship with Tony, I don't think Tony would still stay with her if she was on drugs because she had a drug But is Tony problem. still stealing alcohol from behind the bar? That's what we need to It know. was wine. 
It was wine. He was so unapologetic about it. It was one thing to be like, oh, man, I'm hammered. Like, I'm my bad. Like, that was really dumb. What can I do? Instead, he was just like, what? Like, what do you mean? No. Oh, God. T. Reigns. T. Reigns is going to be on the challenge with his brother, right? I know. We really liked his brother when he came uh, to Yeah, I love that. I love the, the, the dynamic between him and his brother. That was a lot of fun. Totally. I want to give I'm a excited. big shout out to Caitlin Mangum, the greatest, the real... One of the one of the producers, one of the, the the real fuel to the tank that is the vehicle of right reasons, and I do want to do a quick forty five second. I know you're on vacation, non reality news, but have you been keeping up with Meek and Drake? Um, kind of, but can you give me the latest? Like, what's happening now? Meek, first of all, Drake came out with um, "Charged Up," where he just like kind of sang a love song and that, like sort of like hinted at Meek, and then he was like, "Oh, that was kind of whack," and then he came out with "Back to Back." which was like a real good diss track. And then Meek fired back with Wanna Know last night, which was good, not great. Like, this is not going to go, right? So thus far, this is not going to, like, go down as one of the benchmark beefs in hip-hop history. But okay. you know I love drama, and it's all in the Twitter streets. Okay, I'm going to check it out. But I just want to say that I, I really like Drake. I was, I was watching Degrassi way back when. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I would like to know Drake and like be friends with him, but I would never kick him in a fight. Like I just have no confidence to win a fight. Well, that's the thing is, is I was talking with my wife and, and no new friends, so you're probably not going to be friends with Drake. He's got he's, he's very clear about his friendship policy at this point. <laughs> no new ones, Juliet. You know, sorry, but um, you know, he, it's like I was mad because he wasn't being great in this like dis battle this like you know rap rap battle and, and, and joey's like he's drake man like he sings like he's not you can't he's not gonna not be drake like he's still drake yeah it's like he, he doesn't have like that gear you know he like literally That's sings a really good point yeah he sings i'm charged up it's like what you know what i mean like it's like it's kind of like an oxymoron to like sing how charged up you are but it's happening uh, my, fa- my favorite drake song is like a very emotional one shot for me I'll, I'll, I can see I'll it in your eyes. You're angry. That's my favorite. Sing us, <laughs> sing us off, Juliet. Thanks so much for listening to the right reasons. We'll be back on um, Monday with food news. And we'll be back for regular time next week for the right reasons. Right on. Bachelor pads coming, people. Oh, sorry, Bachelor Paradise. Can't en- wait. Enjoy vacation. Now sing the song. Sing us off. I don't know. I can't. Too okay, much pressure. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.